Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, welcome back into The Drive. Our top stories, number one, uh, as uh, the all-star break comes to an end in the NBA, the Rockets will get back on the floor. Remember, coming up here at 440, a little bit later on, our Rockets report with Brandon Scott. He'll join us, and we'll get the latest on his thoughts as the second half, well, a little after the second half, but uh, they get back going after the All-Star break comes up. But as you remember, the last thing we heard from uh, the head coach, Ime Udoka, was his utter disgust with how they came out and played against the Memphis Grizzlies. And they were never in that game and lost that game and talked about they came out as the softest team in the league. And he also said within that, I don't know, maybe there's going to be some changes that I need to make, and I'm going to look at things over the break on what changes that need to be made to have a better start. And he says this now, Yudoka said, and this according to our guy Adam Spolane, uh, that there will be no changes to the Rockets' starting lineup. He said that the one constant over the last 27 uh, has been how they have been shorthanded, so he wants to see how things look when they have that starting five together again. Are you, based off what he said, I don't know about you, Clint, based off what he said, I I would expect to see some changes, something, whether it's a ro- rotation or whatever, something something to change off of what he had to say. I, I'm, I'm having a little tough time understanding what, what he means. Yudoka said there will be no change to the Rockets' starting lineup. The one constant of the last 27 games, I'm assuming yeah, he yeah. says, been is how they've been shorthanded. They've had some injuries. So, so Fred, has, Fred has been hurt. He'll be back tonight. So we want, well, that's not so. But so that is a start a change to the starting lineup. I mean, if Fred's back. Fred is back. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think what he was talking about. This is they've been on slow starts for for a minute, including when Fred was in there. Yeah, so including when Fred was in there. Not not when all five starters have yeah. been have been healthy. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, look, I mean. I don't think this is a time to make any knee-jerk knee jerk movements. Now, I would threaten the hell out of them. 
No, I, I don't have a problem. I, just, I don't know. He, he sounded like he made it seem like it was time to. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, I, it, it may not be knee-jerk to him. I mean, clearly clearly he wants to see more of what they have. Maybe he overreacted and was emotional when That's he was fair. talking about making an adjustment. Now he realizes, hey, man, we hadn't played a whole lot of whole lot of games together as a whole, uh, as as it may have seen. I know you were frustrated, but either way it goes. I mean, I, I, whether it's a, an empty threat or he was emotional when he made it or he meant it and there's going to be changes, I like it. I mean, I, I like I like when an organization has the issues that the, the the Rockets have and have had, and you got a head coach that that's not not afraid to uh, to put their feet to the fire. Yeah, I, I I absolutely love it. We'll talk to Brandon about something about this coming up, but I I just think where they are, Clint, since they did not make any any moves at the deadline, any yeah. major. I mean, they traded a guy who's injured and not playing this year for another guy who's injured, not playing this year. I. I agreed with what he said, and maybe he was in the moment. This is clearly after the game of an embarrassing loss, which he was hot about. But I, I do feel like there needs to be some short, some sort of a shift and change in in things, in, in somewhere on how they do things. Whether that is that doesn't have to necessarily come in the the, the starting lineup, but maybe more time. And Cam Whit, Whitmore, who has also been injured, he is expected to play as well. Uh, tomorrow, so they'll have Cam Whitmore back and Fred Van Fleet. But I feel like some some something has to change. Somebody needs to be incorporated more. Somebody needs to uh, to lose something because they they have just gotten to a spot, Clint, where they have they've got to find a way to change something. I mean, they're after that start where they were thirteen and nine, they have just gone just into the tank. So I I do think they're in a space or in a a place, especially if they want to. Get into this top ten and, and try to get into the play-in. Yeah, where they need they need they need some sort of spark or something needs to look different than it has been over the last it's, month or so. Ron, it, to me, it's going to be hard. And this is more thirty thousand foot view than yeah. than uh, I mean, just game to game. I think it's going to be really difficult for Ma Udoka to make any progress until they figure out what what who and what is going to happen with Jalen Green. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and, now you don't have a choice, obviously, because it's you're past the trade deadline. But, but that, you know, the whole superstar player that's that's made a priority. And and look, whether whether the playing time is there or not, like his his development and his mindset and all that, that's that's a priority for the Rockets. That, that's a priority for everybody involved, players, coaches. As long as that's the case, and and he's and I don't know the extent of all the comments that were made in a, I don't know if it was a podcast or an interview or DM exchanges or whatever the hell it was about not being used right and all that. As long as that's the 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 situation, the dysfunction that is your your best best young player or at least most promising young player as it pertains to a guy that that you got a lot of invested in. I mean. As long as that's the case, it's going to be hard to make any progress with this team. Yeah, I, I just like for me, it come and we'll see what Brandon thinks about it. To me, right off the bat, Cam Whitmore and and Thompson, those two seem. I would hope the rest of the way we see an uptick if they're healthy and can go. Sure, we see yeah. an uptick in their play, and, and that's a space where I think you know potentially changes can be made. But hopefully, they come out. They've got a tough, tough start. Like they play six teams. Right off the bat, coming out of the second half, they're in the playoffs right now. Let's so go, they, Rockets! They need they need a they need a really good start to the second half if they're going to remain uh, in contention for that play-in tournament. Big three and three, number two. All right, Clint Jeremy Pena. Um, we, we've 
he's kind of going a little bit under the radar when you think about all the other things in terms of hater is new and that bullpen situation with those guys in the back end and then the the question marks and the and the and the thoughts of what the what the rotation will look like and then you know guys in the in the lineup the the Altuve's and and Alvarez and obviously Bregman's a big conversation right now and will Kyle Tucker bounce back from his postseason? He's a uh, he's a big big part too of someone to watch because when they won a championship, he was the ALCS MVP and the MVP. And we've talked a lot about guys that that struggled and probably hurt their ability to finish things off with the Rangers. And I think Kyle Tucker and Framber jump into that line first, but he was nowhere near the player that he was two years ago in the postseason. But he has made some changes with his swing, has a new swing. I've watched it a little bit. It is a very clear change. This is his manager, Joe Espada, speaking about what he's seeing from Jeremy Pena's new swing. You know what? I've actually seen him for the last couple of weeks in Houston. And, you know, he looks he looks comfortable in the box. He looks athletic. Um, I think he's using the whole field, hitting the ball in the air more with power. And uh, I really like where he's at early in camp. Ron, I, I heard it described as as Brantley-like, kind of like a Brantley-like bounce on the shoulder instead of that big that big loop and swing dropping the barrel behind us. I, I shorter, love it. Shorter. Shorter, more compact. And I'm going to tell you, I don't give a damn about Jeremy Pena's power. I mean, I, look, I, I hope he hits 30 bombs. Hell, I mean, who doesn't hope he does that? I just want I, him to go for more than <laughs> fourth of but July. No, but, but, well, <laughs> I mean, for me, for, for me, look, I, t- when I look at this lineup, I, I feel like we got we got plenty of power. When I, when I look at the lineup, I, I also look at, okay, where are the holes going to be, right? And Jeremy Pena, with the exception of that ridiculous run in the playoffs – um, which I don't want to minimize, but, but but with the exception of that, it's it's not been great, right? I mean, he's certainly got, not been consistent. And the truth of the matter is, between him, Diaz, and McCormick, who all three we knew Pena was going to, but the other two are going to play more this year. You, you just can't waste it, bats. I mean, you you can't you can't go like I, I'm more. Point is, I'm more concerned about Jeremy Pena and the low and outside the the, the low outside off speed pitch, and and wasting just literally giving up. Giving up, swinging the bat in a way at those pitches that you ain't got a chance in hell. You, you, I mean, you are just completely lost, and that pitcher's got your number. Like to me, it sounds like, and 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 um, Joe Espada said as much right there was was he's he's using the whole field. Like I, I get more excited about Jeremy Pena, more compact swing, because to me that tells me that he's going to be able to to keep his weight back and push that low low and outside off speed pitch to right field. And maybe do it, do it with some power. Cool, but I'm I'm more turned on with Jeremy Pena being more compact because of the quality at bat than I am being more compact and changing his swing to hopefully elevate the ball to get more power. Yeah, I, listen, I for me it's it's the power part was something that made him like a little a little special, and then offset the 250, the sure you know all of that. I just. You know, I just wonder if he can be that consistent type of of hitter that's going to use all fields and do that and and be what what you're looking for. It feels like the power is a part of it, and and I do. I, I think this new swing helps it helps a lot better. I think what we're both talking about shorter to the ball and yeah. not that big looping swing. Yeah, and, and, but Ron, and, the the most part, the most concerning part to me again, like I compared him to Diaz and McCormick. 
Like, I feel like those guys, more times than not, like, got their pitch and just swung so hard they missed. You know what I mean? Like, they got – or they, they were – it's a pitch that's up or it's taking too much risk across the board. Like, Pena's, Pena's hole in his in his swing or in, in his at-bats is like everybody knows it. Like, it is one specific pitch. I feel like McCormick and Diaz are just wild as hell, right? Yeah, I mean, he, Pena, he, Pena is just – that low and outside, he, he's got a problem. He had, I mean, he was in such a slump. And, 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 I mean, you see slumps all year, but his slump just clearly extended where, to me, it was, it was as much mental as anything. Fair. It was as much mental as anything with him. And, you know, the, you're hoping that that is something that changes for him. Because, I mean, we understand. I know they, they've got a lot in this lineup. But, boy, he makes it completely different. Where that it was a dude that was in the two spot. And if you can depend him, depend on him in the eight spot, and 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 to give you that what he gave you at least two years ago, I mean, I'd love for to see him hit two seventy. I don't know if that's in the bag because we'll see. We'll see if those holes in his swings are fixed by this new, uh, this new swing. But that power's got to. I mean, just just and when I say power, I don't mean just out of the ballpark, but like extra base, yeah, you know, yeah. doubles, that's and, fair. And, and things like that. That's fair. I don't know that. I don't know what the numbers are going to be. I think like some guys. I mean, I, I just it, it's hard to hit three hundred. I mean, it, it's it's yeah. It's I, hard. Like I don't know that that's going. But you can damn sure get a better quality at bat. You can damn sure use the whole field. You can damn sure be fooled fewer times. Well, I mean, than, than just, what some of these guys are. He, I mean, he. We've talked about this with Jake at times. I mean, he started to look like. Defe- defeated. defeated. Like he yeah. didn't have a chance. Agreed. He didn't have a chance, and that and that that looks got to be going for him. So Jeremy Pena is one that's kind of under the radar, but one to watch if he gets going anywhere close to where he was in the postseason a couple of years ago. I mean, this another person that completely changes the lineup. Big three at three, number three. All right, a couple of moves and a couple of things that we're going to be watching during the offseason in the NFL. Quarterbacks obviously always kind of. Kind of makes some noise with the news. Two uh, teams, betting favorites of veteran quarterbacks. The Steelers are the betting favorites to land Russell Wilson in 2024. And the Falcons are the betting favors, favorites to land Kirk Cousins uh, from the Vikings, kind of recovering from that Achilles injury in 2024. When I look at both of these, Clint, these feel like, for the two of them, pretty good situations. For for I, I really like Kirk Cousins potentially with the weapons of the of the Falcons. I, I mean I'm not saying they're gonna win they would win a Super Bowl or anything, but it, when you look in that division with what what is it the Bucks who won the division, uh, if they were to get Kirk Cousins with Kyle Pitts and and Drake uh, Drake London. London and and obviously uh, Bijan Robinson, I, I that that feels like a really good fit and I think Russell Wilson with with the Steelers I, I think would be an, an interesting fit and I think a better fit than what it was in Denver. It, it, look it would definitely be a better fit than it was for Denver and for Russell it would definitely be an upgrade at the quarterback position for uh, the Steelers. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. There's, as, as, we, as we know it, right? I mean, the guys that they've had are just, it just it, you can't, I mean, how many times can you miss? Uh, how many poor decisions can you make it at, at that position um, before you just go get a veteran? So, yeah, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a move. Um, for the better for both Russell Wilson and and the Steelers. I, I'll just be honest with you though. I, like Russ, Russ in a Steelers uniform. Russ, quarterback in a team that has the uh, the the, the um, reputation. Maybe I don't know if that's the right term, but but the, the, <laughs> Say the likes of Joey Porter. Yeah, rolling man. around in their living grave. Yeah, man. I that that is uh, that just doesn't fit for me. That that seems like another one of those that could be, you know, that that silly. A fake Russell Russell uh, Wilson kind of approach to things. I, I that ain't going. That's not going to fly unless he, they start seven zero. Like that's not going to fly if it starts rough. Which it 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 may. You got receivers that are really good, but but quit on you half the damn time. I mean, it, it, that's that's an interesting fit for me. I don't know. I mean, they they're the Steelers, but it it is a different. I mean, it's it's not Joey Porter in there. You know, it's not it it's not some of those guys. That were in there, that were the, the guys. I mean, Cam Hayward is sitting there, is still a, a leader like that. But I don't, I don't still, I don't think it's gonna be like he goes there, and, like the, like the Seahawks. The Seahawks, what he was with, just absolutely kind of shunned him. Yeah, out of the yeah. thing. I'm, I'm not sure. But like you said, those, those receivers, they'd welcome in a Russell. <laughs> they would welcome in his. Yeah, attitude. until, they, until he, his, <laughs> he, he missed a read or something, and they were open and. They, they didn't get enough touches, and they start ripping him. They may not block for him, but they'll. they'll, they'll, they'll By the way, into- I'm almost positive Joey Porter was was uh, gambling at the link with me tonight. I, I know you said that. You said that. Joey yeah. Porter, Joey Porter, senior, right? Senior, yeah, not it, junior. His, yeah, he, his son's on the team. Does, does Joey Porter, senior, right now? Does he walk like he played 15 years in the league? Is that what you saw? Yes. It was, a, it was a bad walk. I mean, it, it was it was rough. I, I'm looking at a pic. I'm positive. Does he have longer hair now? I think he, he has. Does he have dreads or something? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I I think it's a pretty good fit. If that's who you saw out there. We saw so many people. He was on that craps table. He was. He, it, look, he he had a he had a bad limp. He had. a I got two bad knees and maybe a hip limp. Uh, two bad knees and a hip and a hip. All right, coming up. Tyler's been waiting for this all day. Um, I I'm gonna say this, man. I. I I watched the Johnny Manziel documentary, and I, I'm listening to him uh, a bit from Shannon Sharp. That poor kid never had a chance. I mean, he never, ever had a chance. I, honest to God, in the last year, I, I completely feel differently about Johnny Manziel than I did before. 
We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Text line, Joy Porter Sr. loves to gamble. I bet she was throwing dice down there too, he said. He was on that craps table sitting down. Like all you could see was like the, his traps and his, and his big dome. That was it. I don't know if that was because his knees hurt or if he was he drunk or if he was just it. relaxed. He was chilling. Now he had about four dudes around his back watching his back, making sure ain't nothing was going on behind him. And and is he still coaching in Pittsburgh? No, no. No, he's not coaching in Pittsburgh. Um, he was, he? wasn't he? No, he was. And you remember, I, I think he, he was a little – he sometimes forget he was a coach. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> I remember he had gotten on a field. I don't with, know if he got – With the opponent, it. right? Yeah. yeah, I don't think he got ejected, but it was some, something where he was, as a coach, lost his mind on the field, either bef- like before the game or during the timeout. Yeah. But Joey Porter, had, I think he took a fine as a, an assistant. I guess he was there because of his son, right? His son was up No, this it. was before it. This no, I'm before. talking about the, the – Oh, yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas, yeah. Or Super Bowl or whatever. Well, know. but I think his son was in the, Rook, the honors. He, wasn't he one of the rookies that were up it for the year? might have been up defense. Might have been I, think, I thought he was. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Joey probably don't need any – probably just looking for any kind of excuse to get to Vegas in the Super Bowl. How, if you're Joey Porter, how you end up in the link? Chilling, man. In, in uh, slushies? It's chilling, baby. In frozen probably, drinks? Man, he probably had one. <laughs> Joey looked like the, like the uh, uh, on the under. Strawberry. Uh, strawberry. Daiquiri type of fella himself. All right, uh, Tyler, I'm going to say this, man. Ronald. I I am I feel a lot different about Johnny Manziel than I did probably a year ago. A year before, like, I would say I probably had more of a closer to a Jameis feel for him and just kind of felt like, man, you know, a lot of the mistakes – you know, or him. But, man, you, you Water just... Water has no soul. And, and then, you know, there's that. Uh, but, but man, when you think about the adults and the people around him, that were, that cat didn't have a chance. Like, the people around him that were, that were supposed to roll, not just be role models, but hopefully help to steer him in, in some kind of fashion. And there are a lot of there are a lot of athletes, a lot of kids, a lot of people out there that, that have overcome that and big up to them. But I... And, but you just look at this, and you hear his story here of late. It's just like he had Kevin Sumlin as his head yeah, coach yeah. at A and M, right? And then, and I thought he had a, a very good comment earlier. He when during this with with Shannon Sharp talking about. I mean, Kevin was the one telling me to get my get my life right, not not party. It's calm down and slow down. If you know anything about Kevin Sumlin and. I know I've heard things about Kevin Sumlin. I know Tyler has probably heard things about Kevin Sumlin. I'm certain Clint has probably heard some things about Kevin Sumlin. Everybody knew where the hell he was going when he said that. He said, hell, he's playing pool at the, at the 40-40 club. Like, I mean, he's telling me to, to not party and he's out partying. And then this is his dad. This is his dad. This is a story he tells about his dad. And you remember what the time frame we're in. This is not NIL or anything. This is the story he... He tells about his dad and how his dad confronted the head coach, Kevin Sumlin. You said your dad went to Kevin says for three million dollars. We're staying for two more. Now, you do realize this is prior to NIL. I agree. This this old, this is a backroom deal. It went on for 30, 40 years before. It was the same way that was happening when you was getting recruited back in the day. And you guys, you know, y'all, Texas A&M got money for I mean, Texas A&M, nobody got no money like Texas A&M. Y'all got the big dogs. I ring, baby. Y'all got the big dogs. 
And so $3 million, if he had gone to any of the boosters and said, you know what? Done. Johnny dad said he'll stay for an additional two years if we just break him off three mil. Just keep it in cash. Throw it somewhere. We'll get it later. We don't need it right now. Right. But for my security, if something happens for two years down the road. Right. And my dad did this without me knowing. And I ain't mad at him about it for right. nothing. It's right. the way the business worked back then. Right. There was a bag man. There was a bag man at LSU. There was a bag man at Bama. There was a bag man at every school right. around the country if you were competing for a national title. It is what it was. And it was always that way until we're into the NIL portion of everything now, the way it should be. I mean, I mean, you got just three mil, man. You did, your dad in there working three mil, and he's convinced. Convinced. Listen, I, I think, I think the kids. I'm glad the kids are getting paid now, and they should be getting paid. But Johnny is convinced uh, there was nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. It's been happening before, and why not? Pops is in here working backroom deals to get three million dollars. Well, I mean, look, look. Here's the deal. I mean, they they were coaches partying. Here's the pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the pops, right? And the quarterback coach looked like he was. I mean, on the documentary, looked like he was. He was the one in the streets. But um, it looked like it. I I know. I've been around the pops a few times, and um, been around Sumlin a few times, and and heard some stories straight out of the, the horse's mouth, right? Here's here's what I think is 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 public knowledge, and I'm not telling anybody anything that's let the cat out of the bag. But like the Manziel family, whether it was Johnny or his dad, like they were very aware of how much money the university made off of Johnny Manziel and and the winning they did, and and ultimately that 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 trickled into the Heisman trophies that were passed around to all the different booster clubs and all that kind of jive. And, and and they felt some kind of, they felt like they were left out. They felt like they weren't respected. They felt like they weren't, um, you know, they were taken advantage of. And nobody got nobody like Texas Neal. And so I, I'm not, I'm not surprised one bit that dad went in there and said, Hey, I, I need, I need three million and my man will stay a couple more years. Truth be told, someone should have done it and Johnny would be better off if he did. <laughs> Johnny would have been better off with a couple more years, especially after going seven and four one year. Johnny would have been better off. That being a wake-up call and the next thing you know, hey, I got, I got to tighten up just a little bit. I can't be seven and four after winning a Heisman. I got to go do something. Like, it probably would have been a, a, a better he, deal. He would have tightened up with that three million. Yes. It, well, I'm I mean, a party boy. Uh, he, if he would have stayed in college, it's less about the money for me and, and more about him staying in college. I, I think it probably would have been a better idea than him going to Cleveland. No offense, Figgy, but going to Cleveland and and uh, and doing what he did there. So, um, I just like I mean, it, it is just wild to be that the people around him here here here's it like this right here's Cliff. This is what he this is what he believes with Cliff, and you just described Cliff. We saw Cliff, and this is after the years at A and M. This is after Cliff's been a coach. You go if you watch that documentary. Cliff looks like he is, he's enjoying something. Bag of mashed up bee holes looking in that doc, man. Uh, yes, he did. This this is what Johnny believes Cliff is. I needed Cliff. I needed Kingsbury for that situation to go in a perfect way. So you needed Cliff to be your offensive coordinator because he had, he left. I needed Cliff to be my offensive coordinator. And I needed Cliff to be that role model in my life when I got too out of whack. Because that first year of my freshman redshirt, my Heisman year, I was skirting the lines yeah, a little you bit. To- but every time I started to get here, he went, pull you back. Every focus, time. Focus, focus. And I looked him. From that day, he came on that high school field to come look at me and tell me he couldn't offer me. I had a trust with him and a bond with him that I still have to this day. And when he left, it sucked. On the, on the documentary, Cliff said 
his advice to him was just don't get caught. Yeah, one day he's warming up, hung over, and he said Cliff was walking by him in the stretching line and and said, hey, "All right, I see you know you're you're beat up, but you you better you better bring it on the field today." Well, when they had to go get him, <laughs> when they had to go get him, go get him up because he stayed up all the night before. Mm-hmm. It, it, Johnny said Johnny he was late to I don't know if it was the the, the meetings pregame meeting or whatever, but anyway, but it, it was it, John, and uh, Cliff said, "Hey man, you better play well, you better play good." Roman. I'm a party boy, but I'm just I mean you look I mean that's that's what he thought that was the best role model he thought. I I I feel different about Johnny. I I think a lot of a lot now Johnny's got to answer to some of this, but but a lot of people failed Johnny. Oh, there ain't that, no that, doubt. That should failed have been miserably. Yes, and and like I said, there now Johnny's not the only one been in this situation, and people have been able to to come through it. But I mean, I mean, you got pops out here on the behalf trying to <laughs> trying right, to get the, three the, the to story. The, the story is is so fascinating with with his the, his buddy that was acting as his agent or his marketing agent at the time, and kind of how it was just. Couple dollars here, couple dollars there, and then all of a sudden, it it is flying all over the place, and and a lot more money, and it's crazy how it how it blew up. It's crazy how it blew up like that. I mean, that's, when the Heisman, that's what happens. Yeah. All right, coming up, uh, there's a uh, there's an MLB most to prove list, and you wouldn't be surprised with one of your top Astros who found his way on that list. We'll discuss that. When we come back, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back. Hour from now, you'll be hearing uh, our Rockets report with Brandon Brandon Scott. Also, remember tomorrow in the three o'clock hour, your chance to uh, win tickets to go and see uh, the ass shaking Luke Bryan. Yes, man. Just recently found that out. Um, the uh, yeah, ass shaker, Luke Bryan. Tomorrow you'll have two opportunities to win a pair of tickets to see him, uh, and that will be in the three and the five o'clock hour on Thursday tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. In this hour, it could happen tomorrow. Your chance to win a pair of those tickets. We were just talking about Johnny Manziel. I said I feel a lot different about Johnny Manziel. I feel bad. Someone texted in uh, from the text line and said. I have no sympathy. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. For him, totally immature uh, D-bag. Listen, I, I, I'm i not going to disagree with you. And the reason, one of the reasons that I feel like he is totally immature is one of the reasons why I feel like I feel a lot differently about him is I think a part of him being totally immature was people around him allowing him to be that. Like, where, where would he gain that from? Yeah. Could you think think about what we were just talking about earlier, where where Cliff Kingsbury's response to him missing meetings and showing up like what if that would have been instead of man you better play well you better play big you better have a monster game if it were if it were hey man you ain't playing 
you got to sit out, man. You can't. Well, hell, even can't a, just even it's a serious ass conversation. Right. Well, well, I mean, just th- think of that, like the trajectory of his career that that would have changed had he just been held accountable in a situation where really being held accountable was unavoidable unless you were just unless you were just like, I mean rogue with it like unless you were just like screw it man we're gonna let this kid do whatever he wants everybody knows how good he is and we, we don't have a chance if he's not playing like i mean if he would have been held accountable by the by the, by the game of football the, the the adults in the game of football at texas a at all to the to the, the just the least bit. And i would even say even probably before that yeah in high school too yeah. i would yeah. i would imagine yeah, I mean it's. Um, I'm a party it, boy. It, it definitely was a snowball rolling downhill. Tyler, you know the Menzel story. Hell, you do too. I, I haven't. Is there somebody that was at all the 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 checks and balances, or at least the thought that we're looking at something that that isn't just football? Because it seems like everything was just basically. All right, how well is he able to play on on the field? Was there any? Is there? Oh, is the mother is the mother. No, it, no the, I mean they were. His parents were trying at some point to to kind of reach out to him and and pull him in closer, but touch station and doing his thing. Sound like Dad was popping up there trying to get <laughs> trying to trying to get paid. Three mil. I'll stay two years. Yeah, Dad. I, I mean, Dad. Dad couldn't. Dad. Dad couldn't talk to him. Dad. I mean, look. I, there, there was. Here's the deal with with Johnny. Like it. It wasn't just clear-headed decisions that he was making in terms of 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 not listening to dad. Not I'm sure he wasn't. I'm I'm sure as as bad as you want to make people want to make Kevin Sumlin out to be. I'm sure there was moments where Kevin was like, "Hey man, come on, we got to slow this down a little bit." Even Cliff, I know Cliff likes to party, but I'm sure there were like Cliff was like, "Hey man, you got to." But he 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 didn't want to hear that. And and and, and look, there was. There was it wasn't just alcohol. There there were a lot of a lot of of vices that he had. Yes. Yes. It wasn't just not listening. It wasn't just fame. It wasn't just money. I mean there there were it wasn't just women. There there was a lot of vices that Johnny was dealing with at, at a young age. And man, that, that takes woo, I can only imagine. I, I've never been there. I, I can only imagine what my man was was uh was was obviously what was dangling in his face. And the crazy thing is is like once he dabbled in it, and somebody said, "Hey man, there's some, there's a hundred thousand dollars in this hotel room. Go in there and sign all this stuff. Take that money. Take go to the safe. Here's we'll, we'll send you the code after you get through signing. Send us pictures of all the stuff signed. Leave it on the bed. We'll send you the code to the safe in the, in the hotel room, and the money's in there. And you do that one time. There's a hundred stacks in there. Like, I mean, that, that's a different level of of like, man, I got a game tomorrow, but they going they going they gonna check the room at ten. Man, I can I can I can shoot down the street or shoot, you know, shoot to Houston and check this deal and make a hundred. Like I, I couldn't imagine. I get all I get that, and I yeah. can understand that. But it is, I mean, you're not even thinking twice about it if if your pops, if Linda is saying, "Hey, uh, oh, hey, yeah. Houston nut, let me uh, let me hurt, let me hold it. Let's try to hold that three million. Uh, and Clint will stay the next right, right. Like, if, if, if they, like you work it twice. Well, ain't nobody the, thinking about it. Nobody. The like, apple didn't fall far. I mean, yeah. let's let's be honest. The apple didn't fall far, and uh, and he didn't have he didn't have any anybody helping him along the way. Anybody holding not helping nobody holding him accountable along the way. No, take the one thing that 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 controls it all. That's the, the game. The game. Yeah. Take take that away, and and you 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 make an impact. If you don't. It, it, it goes the other direction. That's what happened with Johnny. Yeah. All right. As we continue rolling here, uh, MLB, the the most improved 
player list and most improved player lists. And uh, uh, real quick, if you had a guess, like who would you think from the Astros would fall on that list? A prevalent player from the Astros is on that list. Dubon. That list. Dubon, most approved? Doobie. No, no, no. With the most to prove. Most to prove or most improved most last season? No, most to prove. Most to prove this year. What player has the most to prove Oh, this for year? Amber. 100% for Amber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could say, I agree with you, it's for Amber, but you, I think, I I think Bregman's on that list. I Yiner. think Tucker's on that list. I think Yiner Diaz is on that list. Christian Javier is probably on that Jose list. Jose is on that list. Uh, so I, I think the list is is a lot longer than you think, but but Chaz I ask McCormick, can you do it again? Yeah, any way you slice it, I, I think I think Framber Valdez is 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 at the top. I, I I agree. No, yeah, and he is he is on that list the most to prove, and it's crazy because this <laughs> this dude was an all star last yeah. year. Well, I, guys, I, I didn't realize that second half, man. I didn't realize how bad it was, man. Well, yeah, man, it was a lot of it was hidden because he had he has the no hitter. Right, and it, yep. it just had, he had a couple of really, really good performances that, that I mean, kind of hit a little bit. Yeah, che- I mean, check these numbers out. In his first 17 starts, he was 7-6 and six with a 2-5-1 ERA, right? He was 5-5 five and five with a 4-6-6 six, six ERA in his final 14 starts. Which, by the way, those numbers include the no-hitter you, you, yeah. you mentioned. Right, he lost all three of his postseason starts, and in the process, he had a nine oh oh ERA in the you postseason. Could, I could have been sold; it was worse than that. And that, that, that playoff, yeah, that play the playoffs that was just. I mean, I knew it wasn't good, but damn, I, I, I didn't, I didn't realize. And again, like you said, the no hitter kind of clouds your judgment a little bit of how bad. Like I didn't realize how bad he was down the stretch, and, and it's just. This is a guy that that you expected to be your ace. Yep, yep. You said we can roll. With, oh, we can roll from Verlander because yeah. you got Framber, and he started the year that way, and then you all hell broke loose. Yeah. The, the the scary part of of the the paragraph that MLB had on on Framber that included all these stats. The scary part of it, Ron, for me is that they they ended the article by saying whether it was the heavy workload from repeated deep October runs or struggling to adapt to the pitch timer. Either way it goes, those things aren't going away. (laughs) The Astros made another deep run, so your arm, if that is wearing on you, you're going to be more taxed, and and that damn damn pitch timer ain't going nowhere. So if you were struggling the last time you were on the bump in in, in, – in, in 2023, you're probably going to to continue to struggle early with that. So, Framber Valdez, without a doubt, for the Houston Astros, is it has the most to prove, and and uh, it's I mean, again after doing a little digging, it's a little bit scarier than than I thought it it really was. His 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 ALCS, his two games looks like, at least from an innings perspective, it looks like one game for Framber. Seven innings, <laughs> twelve hits, eight earned. Mm. <laughs> Seven earned, off, eight runs, three. Home. That's just the two games in the ALCS. I mean, he was just bad, bad, bad. How the hell? How the hell they got that for? He was just so, so bad. And yeah, I, I, I did. I just it is. It was. It was crazy to watch. And the crazy thing is, I don't know about y'all. I thought every t- every start. All right, 
he's going to dig himself out. Yeah. He's going to come back because he would sprinkle in some of those good ones, like that no-hitter that he had against Cleveland, and it's like, all right, here he comes. Every, every time, all right, here he comes. I remember he had a big one against the Mariners. I remember sitting here. We think we're going to get good Fromberg or bad Fromber. We'll, we'll get good Fromber. And, it, and with Fromber, you know, especially at the end of the year, first inning, I believe – I believe in his mind he got squeezed for about the first two or three pitches, and it was over. We had lost Framber. Framber, with the pitch clock, start walking around the mound, and he had five seconds to pitch by the time he got back on the mound, and he struggled. But yeah, he's he's got he's got the most. I would I would agree the most to prove on this team. Someone texted and said, "I, I got to go, Jake Myers." Well, like that's a good point. We didn't even mention him. I I, I, I can't go I with like him on Fromber's him. level, but he damn sure is on the list. Yeah, yeah. You don't have high hopes for Jake. I can tell. I can tell. I don't know that I have a hope. <laughs> you know if you have oh, damn, one, no. much less, I much less high. I wanted to. I wanted to ask Will, like, is Jake? Is Jake really going to be the center fielder? Is that what you're seeing? Yeah. That's a good deal. We should have. We'll have him on again. We'll ask. Him. I just, I just, I want to. I just, I just want to know. Yeah. No, I don't have. I don't have very many hopes for the big Jakester. All right. What you got coming up at the four? Well, I got a damn bone to pick with the Houston Rodeo. Number one. Oh, yeah. Number two. There is a serious bed bug outbreak in Las Vegas, boys. There's hotels listed. Was the link where we stayed for six nights on that list? I'll have all that, and we'll discuss. May scare these boys a little bit, but I'll, uh, we'll discuss next right here on Sports Radio 610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 